Welcome to Quantum Number 127. It's New Year's Day. It's farewell to 2020. I think this song, probably more than any, um, would summarize many people's feeling about 2020. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the, it's the end of the world as we know it. It's, it's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. the end of the world as we know it by REM. It has been an apocalyptic year hasn't it and in this week's quantum I want to look at some of the major events that have occurred in the year. Uh, I was I always try and make some kind of general predictions at the beginning of the year and I looked over the 10 predictions I made and maybe we'll do this again next week but uh it shouldn't come as a surprise that COVID has fricked many of them. Uh, I'd said that climate change hysteria will ramp up. Well, I don't think it did. I think cl- the the COVID crisis has enough hysteria for most people. Uh, the backlash against trans will intensify. That's true. That's happened. Uh, China would, I suggested that China would continue its expansion and push against Australia and trade against India and elsewhere. And that's happened. Uh, the rise of anti-Semitism. I'm not sure whether there's been a significant increase this year compared to other years. I said that President Trump would be re-elected. In my defence, if it wasn't for Covid, I'm pretty sure he would have been. But then we can say if it wasn't for Covid about a lot of things. Iran and the US will come close to war. At the beginning of the year, it looked as though that would be the case. Uh, Less so now. I suggested that Nicola Sturgeon would go. Again, I think if it wasn't for COVID and the Alex Salmon trial being negated to some degree by that, I suspect that may well well have been true, but it it wasn't true. Britain will leave the EU. Well, that's just about right. We've uh, leaving left as of today. And euthanasia will become the buzzword for progressives from in the West. And that was true. And the decline in the church in the West will continue. And that was true. But we're not going to look at all of these. What I'm going to do is uh, I'm on Spotify and they sent me this thing about my top songs for 2020. And I thought I would summarize things through using some of these songs. So this, believe it or not, I suspect it must have been when I was cycling, is my number one played song on Spotify in the past year. It's the Eagles, life in the fast lane. Well, one thing about 2020, there were not many people going in the fast lane. I flew to Korea in February. That's pretty well very limited in terms of traveling. And I think for many people, we've had to slow down. Maybe maybe some of you haven't. But I don't think that's been a bad thing. I think thinking about where we're at, maybe even taking the opportunity this new year to reflect upon some people are thinking, well, do we need to work in a, in a in an office in the centre of the city? People thinking about working from home more, having more family time and other issues like that. They're talking about the Great Reset. Now, I think, by the way, I think that's a 
potential disaster. But never mind the great reset. What about a, a personal reset? Well, because we're not able to travel, this next song, um, which really does bring a tear to my eye, is has been particularly relevant for so many of us. How I wish, how I wish you were here. We're just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl year after year, running over the same old ground. What have we found? Same old fears. Wish you were here. That was course Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here. It's interesting in the book of Revelation it talks about there being no more sea. Now those of us who love the sea think well we, we, we don't want heaven to be like that we'd quite like there to be sea but sea stands for separation and it's funny here I am on an island admittedly it's an absolutely massive island the size of Europe and more that uh, but because of the ban in traveling you're cut off from people. So many of us within our own countries, those of you in the UK or in the US, not being able to travel to visit relatives, especially over Christmas and New Year. For me, that was particularly poignant at the beginning of December when uh, our daughter was married and wish you were here, man. There's just a longing, isn't there, in that? Maybe 2020 has been a year of separation for many people. Let's pray that 2021 will be a year of reuniting. And then, of course, no list would be complete without the prophet Robert Zimmerman. Well, I'm the enemy of treason, an enemy of strife. I'm the enemy of the unlived, meaningless life. I ain't no false prophet, I just know what I know I go where only the lonely can go Now, Bob Dylan is for some a bit of an acquired taste. And to be honest, sometimes some of his albums are not that great. But the great ones are really great. And he's come out with a new great one this year. In fact, I read somebody saying, I don't know how I would have survived without Bob Dylan. Well, this is a great song, False Prophet. And again, it's part of how I would reflect about what's going on in the world. First of all, I would say that um, the lyrics themselves, I mean, what a great line. I'm the enemy of the unlived, meaningless life. Yeah. The unlived, meaningless life. I hope that you don't feel that that's you. And how do we live a meaningful life? Well, go read Ecclesiastes and sense the frustration of the preacher as he discusses what it's like to live life in this world under the sun without God. And yet, as those of us who are Christians, we, we live with God and we live with Christ. Um, there's another line in, the, in that song where he talks about another day of anger, bitterness and doubt. 
I know how it happened. I saw it begin. I opened my heart to the world and the world came in. He just sounds like a Christian preacher. You know, I opened my heart to the world. The world came in and there was anger and bitterness and doubt. How many of, of us have listened and have heard anger, bitterness and doubt in our own lives in this past year? We need to look beyond that. But I also think false prophets are a good song to remind us that there are false prophets in the church. Is there anything more frustrating? We've got this great news. We've got this great gospel. And I, I read a lot of church history. And it's been ever thus. This is not new. But it still hurts. You know, it's like saying I've had toothache before, so toothache doesn't hurt me. Yeah, it does. And false prophets, they do hurt. And, you know, as well, you don't want to become one. But I think of people like Steve Chalk. How far has he gone down the road now? How far? And then, or Jane Ozan, uh, again, a former evangelical. Now, this year, 2020, campaigning for her fellow evangelicals to be imprisoned, fined, investigated, banned from teaching the biblical teaching on marriage, sex, and sexuality. And then there is the great sorrow at the end of the year now. Each year, I think, there are going to be more people, and I said at the beginning of this year, who will be exposed as being frauds. I wasn't really expecting it to be Ravi Zacharias. Um, the Ravi Zacharias story is a deeply personal story for me and for many other people. It's also one that is profoundly disconcerting. And, you know, I have to say this. I am very thankful for an atheist. I believe his name is Steve Bochum, who, who handled this remarkably well, much, much better than many Christians have done so, and who exposed much of this. I mean, I, I knew that something was wrong, but I, I didn't expect it to be as bad as we're about to find out in January. And then um, here's a great piece of music. I think it was a, a tribute concert to Greg Allman, where... Uh, variety of singers joined together to sing this marvellous old song, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? I guess when we come to the end of the year, we think about those who've died during that year. Have you ever noticed how it seems that in the last couple of weeks of December, there's more people die? Or maybe we just hear, hear of more. Here's just some of the names I can think of. Sean Connery and Kirk Douglas, Diego Maradona, Eddie Van Halen, Kenny Rogers, Little Richard, Olivia de Havilland, uh, Pranab Mukherjee, I think is how you pronounce his name. He was the 13th president of India. Charlie Pride, Terry Jones of Monty Python. These were all, I don't know if any of them were Christians, but they're all famous people who have died. But then there were 
famous Christians who died in 2020. Um, Ravi Zacharias, I've mentioned already. David Pawson. Walter Hooper. The biographer of C.S. Lewis. Bobby Ball, the comedian. And J.I. Packer. A man whose writings have been enormously helpful to me. So, yeah, I mean, I guess each of us can think about people personally as well. I can think about colleagues, ministers who've died. I can think about friends and family. I can think about people back in Scotland who I thought I would see again, and now I won't. I think one of the things that 2020 has been really good for is it's reminded us about death. I mean, on the news, we're continually told about the number of deaths as though this was some strange occurrence. You know, how many, there's 170,000 people die in Australia every year, and we talk about the 900 who've died from COVID. How many millions die in the US? I think it's 3.3 million, and we talk about the 300,000 who've died from COVID. But what about all the others? I'm going to talk about Brexit because Brexit, the, the EU was described as being like the Hotel California where you can check out any time you want but you can never leave well amazingly, and I am genuinely amazed by this when we voted to leave, which was wonderful by the way, in 2016 I still thought that they would find a way to prevent it happening well, it's happened it's happened, uh the transition period is over. Britain is out of the EU. And amazingly, there was a deal. Now, it's a deal when you look at it that there are many ways you can see. Okay, I mean, it isn't the greatest of deals in some ways, especially for the fishermen. But the fishermen were always going to be sold down the river. Sorry, that's the way it was. There's no way that the UK was not going to agree a deal because our fishermen didn't get everything. But the fishermen have got more than they would have in the common fisheries policy. And hopefully that fight can continue. I have to say the absolute hypocrisy of the SNP going to court to try to prevent no deal and then voting for no deal. Unbelievable. And then I think Hotel California also applies to China. I, I was going to if I'd had the time, I was going to play another song that's one of my most downloaded songs, The Eagle's Lying Eyes. It's unbelievable how much China, and by China I mean the Chinese Communist Party, I do not mean the Chinese people, how much they have lied and the attacks that they are making on Australia. And right now there are 100,000 troops, 100,000 troops, Indian and Chinese facing off against one another up in the Himalayas. We shall see. I think China was a big, big story. Um, I think COVID-19, um, I don't think Donald Trump was right to call it the China virus, but it did come from Wuhan. I think China has benefited the most from it. And uh, I think the world is a changed place. This has really suited China in its bid to 
achieve some kind of world domination. All right, let's go from let's go to a country that's not going to have uh, any world domination, at least not for a long time, not in anything. Maybe in curling. This, of course, is Scotland. That was Runrig, live at Celtic Connections. Um, I just, oh. Again, for those of you who are living in different countries away from your own country, you sometimes do feel a heart longing for it. And when I hear the bagpipes, that's it. Um, so many good things within Scotland as well. And yet my heart bleeds for Scotland because I think the signs are not good. I think it is an unhappy country. I think it is poorly governed. And I think the church is in a mess. But you know, we've been here before and the Lord can renew and we pray that he will. And let's move on to something slightly more cultured, although I'm not saying Scotland is not culture, it's very culture, but um, this of course is the Goldberg Variations. You know, the apologetic of beauty, Bach, for example, is just a great thing. And you know, there's, there's been lots of good news in the world, lots of good things. We tend to focus, maybe we tend to follow the media. I find the media really do focus on bad news. They look for ca catastrophizing and, you know, massively negative headlines. But there are a lot of beautiful things. For example, in 2020, it was announced Africa is free from polio. Deaths from terrorism are down. Malaria deaths have reached the lowest level ever recorded. Israel, the UAE, Bahrain, Morocco, Sudan have made agreements with one another, which is wonderful news. Here's one I only discovered yesterday. The elephant population in Kenya is growing, as is the tiger population in India. It's not all bad news. There's a lot of good and beauty in this world. And that leads me on to this song. We sometimes see things from a very narrow perspective. Here's another song that was high on my Spotify list. It's The Waterboys, The Hole of the Moon. I pictured a rainbow You held it in your hands I had flashes You saw the plan I wonder 
I had flashes, but you saw the plan. I saw the crescent. You saw the whole of the moon. I know that wasn't really about Christianity, but I think it's a great way. We need to have the bigger picture. We need to see things in the light of eternity. There are far too many Christians who freaked out because Donald Trump wasn't elected, just as many did when he was elected. Um, There are other issues as well that people are... We need to see the bigger picture. You know, I think one of my favourite stories of the year was a friend of mine I spoke to who is a musician and he has been doing versions of the Psalms and he sent a version of Psalm 91 to his publisher and his publisher in America sent back and said, yeah, we really, really like it, but can you take out the bit about plague? This was at the beginning of the year because it's not relevant to modern life. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Do you know, I mean, when you read through the Bible and I've read through the Bible again uh, using the McShane plan this year and strange how much I see the plague in it now even today I was reading about the the angel who held the seven last deadly plagues well we need to see the bigger picture and we need to see that Christ does and will deliver and so uh, yeah we will come on next week to look ahead I hope you've enjoyed this wee reflection looking back, maybe a bit more personal than usual. But we end, of course. It's New Year's Day, and so it has to be you too. All is quiet on New Year's Day. The world is wild, it's underway. I want to be with you, be with you now. is quiet on New Year's Day. Well, it certainly is here in Australia. A world in white gets underway. Well, maybe not the white here. I want to be with you, be with you night and day. Nothing changes on New Year's Day. I will be with you again, again. Under a blood red sky, a cloud has gathered in black and white, arms entwined, the chosen few the newspaper says is true. We can be one. I will begin again. I will begin again. Yeah, it's a new beginning. It's a new year. Happy New Year. See you next week. God bless you. And if you wish to support us here at the Quantum Podcast, then do so on the Podbean fundraiser. Um, May it be that 2021 will be a year of great blessing and prosperity for you. And if you don't yet know the Lord, may you come to know him. And if you do know him, may you get to know him better. See you next week. Uh